Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about servanthood, so let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. Ayla Sullins. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. I do not appreciate you guys mocking my intro. What? You when did me. I mock your intro? You're a little sensitive. Before we started. Both of y'all were. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anywho, how was your week's? was good do you remember it ayla um n- not necessarily i remember <laughs> <laughs> i remember it feeling very long but um this weekend we got a lot done so i felt really good about that when i asked ayla this question i might as well just record have a recording on one of the on our on our little soundbite thing so i just hit that because it's the same thing every week <laughs> that i don't remember yeah yeah i have a hard time remembering things except when she says she's nauseous but she hasn't been nauseous yeah, I haven't been nauseous. No. Ayla, <laughs> Ayla walked in the kitchen. I was like, hey, Ayla. And she turned around and all this stuff knocked off the counter because her stomach is just like sweeping everything. <laughs> <laughs> didn't. No, it didn't. But it is huge, guys. Yeah. It's huge. That picture with Rico laying on your stomach, I'm going to make that the cover picture for this week. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. You know, it looks like, a, <laughs> looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. But, Dad, how was your week? My week was good. I got everything put away for the winter. Patio stuff. And I was about all to say, that. what does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, well, you'll find out you have a house now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My first thought was like clothes, like you put like summer clothes away. Well, no, I brought out my basket with the winter clothes in there, so I'm gonna switch to summer clothes with the winter clothes. Yeah, we need to do that. We need to get baskets. We need to get totes. Totes. We need to just throw some stuff away. That's what we need to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my week was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, did you forget? No, oh. I was trying to do a perfect segue into our topic. Oh, mm, you ruined that. So we're going to we go jump right into it. So today we're talking about uh, serving and spreading God's message. And we do have a question for today. All right. You guys ready? You want me to read it or Ayla, you want to read it? I, I can read it. You sure? Yeah. Since sometimes you have trouble. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You press the laughing button I on meant, yourself. <laughs> that's because I meant to hit the boo button. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Dara. That, that was not it at all. I'm okay. just kidding. You know I don't normally say that. Whatever. Go read it. Okay. Question. <laughs> I know God asks us to serve by spreading his message, but are there times when it's okay we don't speak to certain people? I was at work and I had the opportunity to talk to a coworker about God, but I chose not to. This person has no desire to know God and has expressed it many times. I didn't speak because I knew it would be a waste of time and could lead to a disagreement. Am I wrong for thinking this way? Dun, dun, dun. The person has no interest in God? Yeah. So why would you try to force feed? He or she? I was about to say, how you know it's a her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay. Wow. Right off the bat, here's my first question. If you have an opportunity, even if you understand that someone may not be receptive to it, if you have an opportunity, don't you take that opportunity? Like, what if someone was like, oh, I walked by, uh, I'm making this up on the spot, and this person, you know, this person doesn't, you know, do God or whatever, but they was like, oh, yeah, I walked by this church, and these people were saying, I just don't understand it, and like, that, to me, that's an opportunity to now talk to that person, right? But that's different from what was read in the question. Yeah, I but mean, we, we also, I guess, don't really know the circumstance of the conversation. Oh, it said I was at work and I had the opportunity to talk to a coworker about God, so... But I, this person has no desire to know God. Yeah, I'm just assuming that this... Uh, he always make these questions so difficult. No, I didn't make the question. I'm just, just listening to what, what, what was read. They had no desire. But to to deal with that in First Corinthians chapter seven, it, but it's, it's dealing really with husband and wife. But it said if you had a spouse that's that's um, that's not safe, mm-hmm. that you know they said stay with them because you could win them over. When we spread the good news, or when we have a relationship with someone, we want to keep the relationship good. So when you said you had the opportunity, that doesn't mean you just come out and talk about Jesus and God. And uh, yeah, your relationship can win people over. That's true. And how you handle things, people see how you handle things, especially in tough times. Yeah, how you go through it, and may ask them how you able. They may ask how are you able to do that. It's actually interesting. I had a conversation with a guy about that today. So uh, the question was. Daryl, why do you do what you do? And you don't have to do that. Oh. (laughs) Um, uh, The question was, why do you do what you do? And so um, I was saying, because, you know, when we first started No Negations, you know, I was, you know, trying to get on stage and doing blah, 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 this and that, whatever. Um, But it was hard for me. It felt like it was going through one ear and out the other for people because it was like, okay, talk about how to move in faith, but I haven't really had examples in my life where I had to really lean and step out on faith. And so basically I explained to him the reason why I do the things that I do is to give God the glory and to be an example for other people. So when people say that it can't be done, like we talked about that, like when people say things can't be done, oh, oh yes, it can because I did it. Mm-hmm. So um, like a, a perfect example is when I left one gym and started my own, you know, stepping out on that faith. Now, like people that's come up that's like, well, I don't know if I can do this or I don't know if there's time to do this is like no excuse because it can be done, especially if you have God first. So I does that I don't even remember what the what was did that make sense? I mean to us because we have a relationship with Christ, yes, but a person that doesn't, it wouldn't make no sense to them. In fact it says in first Corinthians chapter two, the man without the spirit cannot understand the things of God. So is it pointless to talk to somebody then about God that may not be receptive? <clears throat> or you might you might have that thought like, oh, this person may not be receptive to it. So is it pointless to talk to? Well, it's how you do it. It's how you do it. And if you understand truly the gospel and what that means, that makes a huge difference. <clears throat> yeah, understanding that is it's about reconciliation. Um, what God did for us that because of what Adam and Eve did, the world was sinful now. Mm -hmm. And so he wanted to reconcile us back to him 
So he sent his son. And by Jesus taking on our sin, we're now reconciled back to God if we accept Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's the gospel. All this stuff, uh, you get your blessings and feel good and, and the power in the tongue and all that, that's not the gospel. The gospel is about what Jesus did in recon reconciling us back to him. And so if you understand that we were doomed, but by, by accepting Christ, we now have eternal life in our future. And that's cool, but how do you communicate with someone who's not in that same ballpark? That, that has Live no your life righteously, because that makes individuals curious. Mm. Oh, that's why I said, I couldn't remember why I had went on that little tangent, but that's why. Because <laughs> um, use my life as an example. Okay, I remember yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, so in doing that, individuals, especially during hard times and tough times, um, as well as good times, they made ask, how are you able to hold it together? How, and, and that's an opportunity because you know where you are with Christ. Is it ever, was it ever hard for you to serve during like bad times? Like when things weren't going the way that you would like to go, was it ever hard to serve? I think once I changed my mindset, because your question was when it wasn't going like I wanted to. Yeah. But my focus should be on how God wanted to. Mm -hmm. And you have to get in a mindset to do that. Mm. And start looking for that and understanding that since he reconciled us, what I do is to please him. Mm -hmm. How close, how long did it take you to get to that mindset? I don't know a, a time limit, but um, it took a while to understand. And I'm still learning and understanding because um, in Second Corinthians 5, 16, it says, so from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Mm -hmm. So our thoughts is about Christ. Well, how would he like this? Or how would he do this? Yeah. What did he think about this? Yeah. And I think that's when I've, I think I got into that thought process is when I did step out on, on faith. That's when I re realized, I think the power of God and what it means to do things for God is when I did something. And then it was like, okay, God, you told me that this was it. So I'm going to have to rely on you. You know, I remember going to the gym at like 5, 6 in the morning, and it's just a dirty floor, and I'm sweeping, and I'm getting discouraged. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just like stop and pray and be like, okay, like, well, I know God. Well, it wasn't necessarily a prayer. It was like me talking, and if you was in the room, it seemed like I was talking to nobody. But, okay, God, you told me I'm going to be here. I'm in here mopping dirty floors. Like, when is some, something going to happen? But... Uh, I think the key is to trying to stay f uh, faithful. And it's hard because even throughout that whole journey, I remember I would leave there and go to this other place. And I was talking to this guy about what I was about to do. Mm -hmm. um, it was somebody I've been around, I think, or at this time it was like five years. And he was like, Daryl, I got to be honest with you. Like, I think you're making a terrible decision. Like, you know, you got student loan payments. You know, you got this and that. Like, I, I think you're making a terrible, and this is what it said that kind of hit me. He said, I think you're making a terrible business decision. And I was like, <coughs> okay. And that's basically the extent of it. Mm -hmm. But also that kind of like, purify fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, but it's but I remember in that moment because I was standing. Well, I can't really say where I was at, but um, I was standing there, and and my first thing that hit my head was just like, you don't know, like you don't know where what I have access to. You don't know the communication I had. Like I, I really was confident in that voice that God told me, mm. and and I was like, I can't work rely on that a timeline that you say that I should rely on. Like, I, I don't know. So he was like, oh, you should wait it out, you know, stay here, do this a little bit longer. And then at this point in time, and I'm just like, I'll consider it. But I had already, <laughs> already kind of made up my mind. Yeah, but, yeah, that that kind of, <clears throat> that kind of was, that kind of, I was about to say killed me, but I think that was more interesting and kind of, bother, it didn't bother me. So I guess. I think one thing that I've, I've I'm, I'm learned and I'm learning to do it's like when when I started business, I started thinking of pleasing God, how he can work through this. And when you do it in that mindset and working through for him, he'll give you the tools, the information, the people in your path that you need to get it done as long as you're doing it in his will and you're, that's your motive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's no way that things should be going the way they're going right now. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. way. <clears throat> yeah, but what are you doing for him? Yeah. I mean, because we always look at God as getting something from him. Yeah. Him doing something for us. Mm-hmm. But how are we serving him? Uh, and I think we talked about it on the last podcast is that the I'm trying to I'm I won't say try because I yeah, I am doing it this the situation that I am in I'm using it for my ministry <clears throat> so uh, I was talking to this guy earlier and I was telling him how it's kind of weird that in this gym environment I have so many different type of people coming in and the church there the gym is in the church mm-hmm. and so I have people that come in though that don't necessarily believe in God like all these people are walking into this building. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I also, but it's also a conversation starter for me. It's like, Oh, how did you find out about this place? Well, it's going to church here. This is what happened. I go to blah, 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 all this other stuff, you know, and I can start telling my story. It's an open door to me explaining my story. If I was in the plaza somewhere, it would probably be different, but I do feel like this situation is utilizing, um, the, is me utilizing my ministry. And it's funny cause I went to the church today and I don't know. I just really felt like I had to go today. I went to the church today, and it was somebody in there that I was not expecting to be in church. And it was there. I'm not saying it was because of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at all. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just was not expecting that. So, I know, as far as serving. Mm. Well, in your serving, I, and I'm always thinking, how, how will God get the glory out of it? Yeah. And that's the thing, because we can get so gimme, gimme, you know, get my blessing, give me this and that. Yeah. And, and just just think about Christmas. Mm-hmm. How often do really do people really think about Christ mm. and Christmas? They so hung up on buying gifts and exchange and things like that and, and, and giving, you know, that's like you having a birthday party. And people come to your birthday party and exchange gifts with each other, but you get nothing. 
That'll suck, wouldn't it? I'm going to do that on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard this thing. Uh, this guy was telling me that um, we was talking about, you know, listening to God. And then we started phasing into, like, reading the Bible and using the Bible for confirmation. Um, we were talking about, and he said that he believes if it's too hard, that might be God trying to push him in a different direction. Like, if it's too hard, maybe he shouldn't be doing that. And to a certain extent, I was like, okay, I mean, I guess I can see that. But at the same time, I don't. Because just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's not doable. You know, it's not doesn't mean that it's not there for you to do. You just might have to put a little bit more work in or have a little bit more faith in the idea or the thought that God gave you. (laughs) Well, you look at the disciples. Was it easy getting thrown in jail, getting beaten, stoned? Yeah, and it's also how you define (laughs) what hard is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was, I I don't know. I I thought that was interesting too. So uh, my question, okay, as far as being a servant, what if, what if we refuse to serve? Like, what if we do have access in a situation where it's called for us to talk to somebody or go use our gifts or to minister or whatever it is, but we're like, you know, I'm not going to do that. Who's the question for? Uh, it's for the floor. Jeez. I wish mm. I had. Do I have a crickets? Oh, <laughs> no, nope, I don't have a crickets. Never mind. We got to update this thing. <laughs> Say that again. What? When you refuse to serve, what happened? Now, when you, what do you mean by refusing to serve? You won't do it. Like, like God has prompted you to, to do a certain thing. Or a ministry. And, and anything. And, however you want to interpret that should we go read jonah i don't know dad <laughs> yeah that's exactly the story of can jonah. we talk about it instead yeah. of playing around no, I'm, at, I'm asking because <laughs> i'm the, i i was being sarcastic because you know what happened yeah. to jonah when yeah. he refused i'm not going and yeah running on the boat what ship. makes you think you'll be any different um just like uh samuel kept hearing the voice of god and he kept going to the priest Eli and say, you call me? He said, no, I didn't. He kept going. And then Eli realized that's God. He said, next time just ask, yes, Lord. You know, he wasn't refusing, but he didn't recognize him. Uh, but you outright being disobedient. If God's prompting you something um, and you know, it's from God, you checked. And my question is, why wouldn't you do it? Mm. If you're, you're talking about someone who's a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. If you understand the reconciliation that he's did, he's done for us. He's him dying for us, and we have right standing with God because of him. Why wouldn't you do it? And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't uh, know. Well, I think for some people, fear holds them back, fear of man, but. You're not but he was. You were talking about us personally. I don't remember. Because you said if if he's prompting you to do something, you mean in general, or you were talking about us individually? I have I don't remember. Well, I've definitely, even individually, I've dealt with fear of man mm. when doing those things. <laughs> I think I've had some Jonah moments, like you were describing, of like. Hmm. God's been prompting me to do something and I've been fearful of stepping out 
or yeah i guess so to me i have a hard time wrapping my head around it maybe because it is how i think but so you understand that it was god prompting you to do something Mm -hmm. what yeah i i i came to the understanding that is what god was wanting me to do yes I wouldn't say, I don't know if I was in denial for the first couple of times I was prompted or not. I guess just turning it general. Like if someone knows that God has prompted them to do something, like I don't understand how that'd be fear anymore. Well, I think it's because you have like a natural faith about you. Like but, you, you just have it. So, I mean, natural that's, faith. no, that's not even like yeah. a gift. That doesn't make sense, though. Like, if you understand God is everything, like, why would that even be a thought process when you were like, Because God... not everybody's there. No, we're talking no. about Christians. Yeah. And you're, and you're like, okay, God wants me to do this, but I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And you don't do it. Or you sit back and hold off on it. That doesn't it's make... not necessarily what happens. I mean, Jonah was chosen by God, and he still was fearful. Yes, but it that's what I'm saying. The fear is not there. You make a choice to. That's what I'm God. saying. That doesn't make sense to me. Like well, I can't wrap my head around that. That well, even having that thought. <clears throat> um, a while ago, I remember I was at work, and I was that's when I was in the leak detection department. I was working in the outside, and this guy said, "Hey, man, I need some money uh, for the bus. Uh, I'm short and all that." And so this guy, I did not know him, and he asked me for a couple of dollars. So I just said, <clears throat> okay, let me ask you a question. Do you have any spiritual beliefs? Mm-hmm. He said, yes. And I said, who is Jesus Christ to you? And he said, my Lord and Savior. And, and I said, if you die today, where would you go? He said, heaven. And I said, why would God let you in? And he said, because I accept Christ as my Savior. I said, all right, man. He asked for two. I gave him five. But see, that was an opportunity for me. Because one, he asked me for money. A stranger, I figured if he asked me for some money, we can have a conversation. <laughs> you, you know? And so that those questions are non-threatening ways of me sharing my, my faith in Christ and, and talk about me being regenerated with him. Um it's, it's a challenge to talk to people that you don't know. But it, it comes with doing it and doing it and doing it, practicing, you know, baby steps and doing it. And so I'm able to do it because I've, I've been studying, I've been practicing and um, on the evangelism team. So I can have a conversation with people and doing it. But you just have to have the mindset and do it. It's not like you're going out and spear chuck people. You yeah, know. I know that. But have you ever had a thought like, OK, I need to go do this. I need to go talk to this person. And you believe it was God's God wanting you to do that. But you're just like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, not saying it was God. I, I don't know. I just can't wrap my head. You like, mean I literally needing, huh? you needing to talk to somebody for something? No, I don't know. Whatever it is. Like, if God has given you an idea or you've confirmed that God wants you to do this, that, and a third, whatever it is, if that's talking to people, if that's going to ministry, that's going to, 
and you know it's God. I can't wrap my head around being like, okay, I know this is from God, but I'm not going to do it. I, I think that's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I get, I understand where, because we've had conversations about this, but you also have stories of like Peter staring at Jesus and still not being able to walk in the water yeah, because it can't. That still doesn't change my thought process, not understanding that though. Like it, that's even worse for them. Like I still physically or, or physically cognitively can't understand why that would even be a thing. If I know for certain that this is from God, like my brain literally can't wrap around it. Mm-hmm. Whether you're talking about now or biblical times, I just can't understand it. Do you think if you were prompted to take a step off of a cliff? And I know it's from, from God, God, you would do it. Honestly, now I would say yes. If I know it's from God, I just, I think I would. Well, how 100%. Do you know it's from God? Shoot, just like how I had the thought process of this gym. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like if I had that same conviction. I'm like, why would I'm, God have you walk off a cliff? Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but also, why but would I, I why would I have to leave this place where I'm, you know, like it's I don't know. I just <clears throat> I just I'm thinking in in the things that God prompt you to do is for a reason. It's it's always for a reason when when uh, he told Philip to go up to the the, the the chair with the Ethiopian unit go up there and he went up there and he, the guy was reading the book of Isaiah it was for this guy to be baptized and be saved mm-hmm. um, when he sent a census they had a census uh, and and back in those days. When they did a census, you had to go back to the town where you were born in mm-hmm. to be counted. Well, they had to get Mary and Joseph back to Bethlehem. Yeah. So he has a purpose for, you know, and this he's going to get the glory out of whatever he's prompting you to do, or he should get the glory out of that. Remember the story with Ananias and Paul and Acts when... And uh, Paul was heading to Damascus because when he was persecuting Christians and throwing them in jail and whatnot, and God sent Ananias to go meet with Paul. When he was blind? Yeah. Yeah. So in the story, Ananias met with Paul, or Paul was heading to Damascus or whatever, and and God sent Ananias to go find Paul. And Ananias, in that moment, when God told him to go to the city, he didn't understand it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Why would I need to go to the city um, and lay hands on this guy. He's out here killing us and putting us in jail and all this other stuff. Right. And Ananias went, put hands on him. Um, and long story short, Paul saw the glory of God. And now he's and then he went off and started preaching and teaching and spreading God's message. Imagine if Ananias didn't go. Like, what if he was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to do it in two weeks. Or he's just like, oh, I'm not going to do it now. That's why I can't wrap my head around it. It's because I just don't understand. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me tripping. No, you're not tripping. I'm just, I, I'm i saying that that is like the, that is what you, what you should think, right? But it's not always what happens is what I'm saying. Why? Like, what goes through a person? What, what goes through your head? You have flesh. Even Jesus himself was fearful before he died. Okay, fear fear is not the he issue. He asked God to take it away. Fear is not the issue, though. 
everyone experienced fear. Fear is a thought process, but actions can trump fear. So even though I'm afraid, I may still do something in the midst of being afraid. Yeah. And so fear is not it to me. Fear is not an excuse. Yeah. Ultimately, you should do it. But you're saying that that doesn't even make sense to you that somebody would. It doesn't. So, but it happens. But that's my question: is why? Like, what goes through your head where you're like, I know this? Like, fear. I d- fear goes through your head. So is is and then you. So have does to the do- fear that you have trump the lack of trust you have in God? Or you assuming they know it's from God? Because if you prompt to do something or you get a thought, you have a dream, and you know, me, I don't recall hearing an audible voice of God telling me to do something. You know, I don't recall that ever happening to me. Maybe it happened to some other folks, but so that's why I, I'm big on checking the spirit. To making sure it's it's from God. Um acting on that and so when you said god prompted do something yeah i know sometimes you say something telling me to go here you know like that and we we assume at least i would assume that's god but i don't really know unless i do some investigation or and or to see the outcome that come out of there that's all fine but like if i know Cause if I know, like this is where God is trying to push me, I don't know. Well, you—I mean—you can ask ask the question, say, "Lord, is are you prompting me to do this? Are you telling me that mm-hmm. this is what you want to do? Yeah, want me I to do, do?" I do feel like I get nuggets in my head. <clears throat> I get something that triggers in my head. It's like this, like a literally, like it sounds like my voice, but it doesn't feel like me. And sometimes, like, when I go check it in the scripture, it is. And sometimes, I, f- I mean, sometimes what I mean by it is, when I go check in the scripture, I find it, like, immediately. Exactly you, you what... You find an yeah. example or a premise right. or something like that right. in scripture. And then sometimes I don't. But, I mean, sometimes it doesn't mean it's not. It's just not that yeah. time or whatever. But, I don't know. When I had the confirmation and when I find it, I just, I don't know. I just, like, okay, I'm going to try it. But when we're talking about serving, break that down. What do we actually mean by, by, by serving? The act of doing something or serving someone. Mm. Because we automatically attribute serving just by doing things. Yeah. But if your focus is not on Christ getting the glory. It's all in vain. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I hear people say uh, gospel music, gospel music, mm-hmm. but they don't mention Christ in the music. Yeah. Did you know? Yeah, even that, worship. Did you yeah. know that if a song doesn't say Lord or God, is not, it can't be considered gospel music? Right. But even then, some of the songs that we may sing, this is like getting off topic here, but some of the songs that we may sing don't necessarily reference God. If you listen to some of the lyrics, especially to some of the current contemporary style lyrics, it's like almost encouragement for us. Yeah. Instead right. of worship, it's worshiping inspirational. God. Yeah. yeah. That's not getting off topic. I think that's the, the absent of serving yeah, that, that we're serving ourselves. Yeah. That's inspiration. That's that feel good. Oh, it just warms my soul. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it makes you feel good and it makes you feel God's love. And that is great, but that's not worshiping God. Right. Like that's, that's not giving that time to give it to him. Also, even in worship, you see a lot of people, um, or worship leaders who it's a lot about the show, mm-hmm. a lot about the show, not actually worshiping God. And sometimes that creates kind of like a disconnect. With that being said, do you believe any song could be a worship song, depending on who's listening to it? It depends on who you're speaking to when you're singing it. With, okay, this my this is going to be out there. I'm going to let y'all know that now, but we're going to go there. So we need to put on our seatbelts? Yes, sir. <laughs> so just say I was an ex-drug dealer, and <laughs> I told you. Just uh, say I was an ex-drug dealer. And I was listening to a song, or I heard a song where it was talking about doing all these drugs and blah, 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 stuff that I used to do. But it reminded me of a, of God bringing me through that situation, and I'm worshiping God in that moment. Can that song, to me, be considered a worship song? You got to give us a little more on that, yeah. because you said you used to be an ex-drug dealer, but what, what does that got to do with it? Okay, the, what the, was what's set, stated in the song is what I used to do in my life. And it reminds me of how God, like what I used to do, and I have the reminder that God brought me through that situation. Singing that song would not be worship. Necessarily singing a song doesn't mean worship. You don't have to sing a song to be worshiping. But what did that have to do with the song then? It reminded you. Like you're the song going, and you're like, thank you, God. You brought me through this situation. You did this and that for me in my life. Is that song now? But that has nothing to do with the gospel, though. The gospel is about Christ. Mm -hmm. If they don't mention Christ in there, that's not gospel music. Gospel means good news. Good news or what? Not talking about gospel music, talking about worship music. Okay, you got to make a distinction. Well, it there. wouldn't be worship nah. music. That's what I'm saying. You said, as but to him, the song, but the song, but to him, wouldn't that be worship music? Because it ca- it causes him to worship. Because if that's the case, any song, it may not be, and any song can't really be categorized as worship music. No, because it's about your personal relationship to make he, you want to worship. In that circumstance, he is worshiping, but it's not worship music. The song is not. But to him, whoa, 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 his whoa. worship is not about what everyone else is doing. I asked to him, is it worship music? Is Can this guy a Christian? Now he is, yes. And he hears that song, and he's like, oh, Lord, you brought me through this. Hallelujah. It's not but he's already a Christian. Yeah. It's not about salvation then. No. That's just inspiration. We, we ain't talking about gospel music, though. We're talking about... Well, you just what? said the music made him think about something, but yeah. you said the person is already saved. Yes. It's inspirational music. It's so what's the difference... Worship be- music. So what's the difference between inspirational music and worship music? Give me an example of worship music and give me an example of inspirational music. Is they mentioning Christ? Is this focus on Christ? Is that is it giving God glory as well? Are you are you worshiping? I mean, but I was under the assumption that worship is between you and God, not necessarily what's going on. I could be sitting here right now and yeah, but worship. What do you mean? How is he worship? You're talking about worshiping. You're talking about worshiping and asking a question about worship music. It's yeah, confusing me. So I'm that's my that's my point. Is like what's making what classifies as worship music? Because anything if it causes. A person to want to worship, wouldn't that for that person be a worship? Yeah, no. I told you this worship. was going to be a reach. No, what do you mean by worship? Yeah, what do you consider worship? 
giving God glory. Something okay. that that's reminded me to give God glory in okay. the in Not whatever. Something that's reminded you. What do you consider worship? What do you do to worship God? Giving God glory. How do you give him glory? By thanking him, praising him. Okay. So that would be affirmation. Affirm- so that's what the music would do if it's considered worship music. Yes. And that, in my example, that song made him want to do that. Yeah. That song made him want to, but the song was not worshiping him. Was not worshiping No. God. So like. So it wouldn't be worship music. The hmm. song was not worshiping God. It just. It just brought back the memory of something that caused him his, to. Okay, work. okay, shut up. You guys might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Y'all don't have to keep trying to shove it down my throat. I got it. Uh, so y'all saw how I got quiet? That's what I mean. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, what if not? <laughs> but no, you know, and I have people, you know, they worship in different ways different ways some people are 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 vocal Mm. some are not and some you just mm, just you know yeah uh for god but the the focus has to be on christ and understanding why you're doing it because if when you understand that you were doomed but he took your punishment he took your punishment now you're in right standing with God. When you understand that, that's why I worship him. That's why I thank him. That's why in another way of worship is studying, sharing what he's done. That's worshiping. We think it's just music, but it's not the only way to worship him. You worship him by actually serving him. Mm. Okay, why I, I'm, I'm a an elder in a church why I teach that's serving him. I'm doing that because of him. I thought you was an elder because you're old. <laughs> oh, we're going to pause this. <laughs> you should we check my cameras this. on that one because I think yeah. that gave a real bad look. Ayla, did we get the, a laugh? You got the camera on so they see me take my belt off. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that brings back to in anything that you're doing, serving God, you also have to check your heart posture. What are you doing to serve God? Why are you doing it? Is it for God or are you doing it to please other people? Because, two, we have examples of people who may serve in, in their churches. They may serve in ministries. They may do those things. But is their heart for God while doing those things? Mm-hmm. And... um like I said, you can serve him and worship him in many ways, but long as he's the focus of um, understanding, seeking out my spiritual gift, that's the way that I, I worship God and using that gift in a ministry that's serving and worshiping God. He's given me certain abilities, and if I don't use those, what type? what am I saying about our relationship? Y'all talk like y'all got no issues. Y'all got issues? Please. Yeah. Y'all talk I about mean, That's I how I can talk about, about it issues. because I have so many issues. I just y'all... talked about my issues and you <clears throat> said you couldn't even wrap your head around it because you thought, don't have the same issues. I thought issues. we were talking from a general sense. No, you were talking I about yourself myself. personally? At oh. one point I said myself. No. Yeah, I thought we was back on general. Oh, no. That too. I mean, I'm I'm able to do it because I had that struggle. You, you still have that thought process of what? like 
dealing with fear and not moving? There are some things. Yeah. There yeah. Are, yeah. There's some things that are brought to me. Like, for instance, we were just talking about worshiping. Okay. There was one time I was in church and I was being led to go up and pray at the altar. Right. And like, I'm just feeling like I should get. And it's like, I just, I feel like God is putting me there. I've been praying in my seat. I've been worshiping, but I feel that I should go up to the altar and just let it all go and pray and whatever. And I had never done that before. And I'm sitting there fighting back and forth with myself and not just myself, but like, should I go? Should I not go? Should I go? Should I not go? Should I go? It was because of fear. I had never done it before. I didn't want to walk in front of all those people. I didn't, whatever. And then eventually I'm like, what? It's not for me. Like, <laughs> what's not for you? It's not necessary. Like, the, I was being prompted to do this, and I'm I'm sitting there going back and forth and fighting it, and it's because of my flesh. And it's something that I needed to do. And eventually, I did do it because it's like I can't. I'm not going to sit here and deny. I remember that, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I can sit here and deny what I feel I'm being prompted to do. I can't do that because it's, not, it's yes. not me. See, I don't I don't always feel like studying. I don't always feel like going to church. I don't always feel like ministering to, be, to people or listening to their challenges. I don't always feel like doing that. But I do it. And I struggle with that sometimes because... Um, by me being uh, in leadership when, you know, we're assigned to so many people in a church and making calls and doing those things. Don't always feel like doing that. Why? Because of the human side of me. And it's always a battle between your spirit and your flesh. You know what I always feel like doing? I always feel like sitting on the couch, having a good movie on, eating a big stack of pancakes, and then slowly falling asleep. At my house, too. Mm. It doesn't matter the location. <laughs> Waffles at your house. doesn't matter the location. Any location, I could do it anywhere. Um, <clears throat> that's just the main But you're thing. able to have a house. You're able to have the pancakes. You're able to have the television because what he did for you. Yeah. But I love it, Dad. <laughs> if God gave me a phone and a tent, I'll still do it. <laughs> you would have... What is your point? I'm so confused. <laughs> this is going. You know what reminded me of that, Ayla? Hmm. There's some waffles sitting at the house waiting for me. And Good. I was like, I can sit at home with them pancakes or waffles. Oh, we got pancakes too. Hey, Dad, what you got here so I can take home with me? <laughs> no. It's not the grocery store. But this is my takeaway for this episode is one that I'm not always right. Y'all might be right about the whole worship music, whatever. Cool. But two, um, when it comes to serving, it's really important to um, understand what God wants you to do. And then if you don't understand what to do, what are you doing right now and how can you serve God in that moment? Um, Yeah, that's my takeaway. And to add on that, asking him what to do, praying for him to guide you um, if you don't know what to do. Because he will, <laughs> if you just ask. I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, you got to do it by yourselves. So that's not the mm-hmm. point. We're not supposed to be doing what we want to do. I was talking to this guy today, and he was saying that um, he had got sick. 
And he said that when he got sick, it was just like nothing. He heard no voices. He had no, it seemed like it was like a turnoff from communicating with God. And I asked him, I was like, uh, you try reading your Bible at all? And he was like, no. I was like, well, sometimes, you know, like God does, you know, speak to us, you know, directly. But sometimes if we can't feel God, all we need is to restart our battery. You know, check the read the Bible. I was like, every time I I can take the same verse and read it five times at different seasons in my life, and I interpret it differently. And I was like, you you know, you never know. Like it could just be something. I used the example of just starting a car. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes a battery may be dead, or it's going. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you need another battery just to give it a boost. Uh, but check your cables, make sure it's a connection. Hmm. And yeah. I said that because I just had that on my lawnmower, my connection. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's why we have to check to make sure we have that connection. And that connection is, is through his word, through prayer, through fasting, you know. Um, and, and for God to prompt us to do something or you get that feeling you should do something, you know, check it. But if, if you know, I think your question was when we know it's from God and prompting us to do something. Be obedient. Boom. That's dope. I hope your lawnmower is okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. From this episode, we pray that you learn something new that will enhance your Christian life. Visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can access our blog. You can access our show notes of each episode. It gives you ideas for your Bible study, group Bible study, or just a quick reflection. Or you can find something that was mentioned in the show. You can also order your brand new Seek God First hats and t-shirts at our website um, or any of our other uh, inspirational negations apparel. If if you happen to be in the Canton, Ohio area, make sure you go to Belden Village Mall and visit Blended. There you can purchase apparel, no negations apparel, for you and or a friend. And please, please, don't forget to like, comment, and share this podcast. Send this to a friend that you may think needs to hear it. Is that right? Is that right, Worthy? That's the... Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> but until next time... Deuces.